Welcome to Elijah's Leadership Podcast, a podcast all about leadership, a podcast all about ministry, and how the two can work together. Uh, so my name is Elijah Staraverov, and I am going to be your host today. Uh, this is my first podcast, and we are going to be focusing on teamwork. Good day to everybody, or morning, or afternoon, whenever you're going to be listening to this. I would love to welcome everybody who's listening today. And uh, like I said, we are going to be talking about uh, teamwork. I myself now get a chance to um, lead a team, to work in a team, um, lead a team here at the Great Commission Missionary School where we are sending out young missionaries, training up young people uh, to go all over the world, all over our country, and to preach the gospel. Also work on a team at our local church, on the church board, um, and I really see how there is uh, a need for us to talk about teamwork and uh, the benefits that I believe that we can benefit from. Now, I don't want to take too much of your time understanding that your time is valuable. Therefore, when we talk about a team, we're talking about individuals who are leaders themselves. Now, when it comes to teamwork, we have to understand that nothing great is accomplished by itself and no great task is tackled by a person. Think about your favorite, maybe artist or favorite leader or favorite business owner, maybe favorite pastor. They themselves have a team surrounding them that's working for them, that's working around them, that's growing them, that's challenging them. You will soon realize that no person by themselves is able to accomplish great tasks all by themselves. Take something as practical as your body. They have so many cells. Now, if these cells stop working together, they can't stop a bleed. They can't overcome cancer. They're not able to heal itself. You see, when people work as a team, they're able to accomplish so much more by themselves. They themselves grow. Now, imagine if you're playing out on the yard um, and you play basketball with your friends. A few times a week, you're shooting hoops, you're picking up games, you're going to the gym, you're playing some basketball. But your potential, your talent has reached a limit. It has reached a roof. Now, if you join a team, a basketball team, whether it's in high school, whether it's in college, you're surrounded by people who are committed, by people who have one goal. You're surrounded by mentors and coaches who can guide you and who can um, give you the right techniques and the right drills for you to get better. They're there to help you and place you in the right position where you must play to be effective. Uh, you begin to soon realize that you're faster, you're better, um, and you as an individual have grown so much and your basketball skills have gone through the roof. You understand that when you work as a team, when you're working together, not only are you achieving big things, but you yourself are growing. Working together on a team, you're able to maximize every leader. Their strengths um, can be supportive of other people's weaknesses, and their weaknesses can be covered up by other people's strengths. You have multiple perspectives. Uh, You're able to keep each person accountable, including yourself. And together, you're able to accomplish so much more. Now, there are many reasons why uh, people are uh, scared to work together or why people choose not to work on a team or why some people just don't work on a team at all. And I'd like to just talk about a few of these reasons. And the first one is ego or pride. You see, when somebody works uh, or plays on a team um, and they feel like they can do better than everybody else, 
They feel like I should be doing all the work. Um, therefore, they themselves want to get all the credit. They'll say, you know what? I'll just do all the breakfast myself because if anybody helps me, then they're going to mess up. But they themselves know that they will uh, be the best at doing what they're doing. Therefore, they choose to do it by themselves. Uh, some people say, if you want to get it done right, do it yourself. Uh, I disagree with that quote very much because uh, you have to grow people. You must understand that they uh, must slowly but surely grow and they themselves will be able to do a better job the more they practice. And when a person is prideful, when a leader is prideful, they choose to work by themselves thinking that by themselves they'll be able to accomplish so much more. Now some people are just insecure and they feel like uh, the people that need to be around them are the people that can never challenge them. They need to be uh, surrounded by people whom they claim to say they have the same vision. But in reality, they're I, what I call the yes man. The people who will never say no. And these leaders surround themselves with a team of people who always acknowledge and always support um, and always agree with the main leader um, no matter what happens. Whether they're right or they're wrong for this lack of uh, conflict and the sake of conflict, they decide never to challenge the leader. And therefore, the main leader is insecure and he surrounds the people who will never conflict him, who will never challenge him. And that helps support a very unhealthy environment. And then again, you have the other leader who tries to control everybody. And therefore, he puts people uh, not where they thrive and doesn't give the opportunities for the person to thrive and maybe visit other churches or other organizations or visit other uh, business uh, ventures or other uh, business or other companies because he's scared that this person might step out and uh, do better than they would. And therefore, this leader is insecure and he's holding on to the people who he has underneath, putting uh, really low ceiling on them for them not to be able to grow. Now in the church world, you have somebody who will uh, see a young person who's perspective and see a young person who's got a lot of potential and the main pastor will just ordain him as a deacon, controlling his every step, claiming that this person is a direct report underneath him and he can't, uh, has, and this person has no freedom to step out um, and to do and to grow and to develop as a leader. And of course, you have people who just honestly don't know better. They've never been taught to play in a team. They've never seen the benefits. They've never reaped the benefits of working together. And they feel like it's just the way it's got to be. I'm by myself and the work needs to be get, getting done. So I'm just getting the work done. And you have people who are just can't play in a team. <laughs> you know, people who are just bad with the character, with the attitude. And they're not much of a team player. And most people don't want to be on their team. And most people run from their team. Uh, and they themselves see themselves as great people and great leaders, but uh, nobody wants to be part of their team. So there are many other reasons, of course, why people do not want to work together, do not want to work on a team. Now, I want to talk about one more point here on teamwork, and I think I'll conclude this as uh, part one of teamwork. Um, there's going to be many other parts, and as time goes by and as we continue learning and growing, I want to leave with this one thought as we um, we'll just go over this point, and that is uh, the goal, the picture. The reason why the team is together is much bigger than the person's actual role and actual uh, position in the team. You see, uh, many people, they get caught off guard. 
many people they get uh, distracted and they feel like if I'm working on a team, then my position, my goal is the most important. Now you look at a football team. You have the quarterback and the quarterback might think that he has the most important role and that if he doesn't throw the ball, then nobody will catch the ball. Therefore, they'll never score. But if they don't have a line team, a lineman around them, um, people who hold back the other uh, opponent, opposing team, uh, the quarterback will never even get a chance to throw the ball. You see, you begin to realize that every person on the team is valuable. and Every person plays a vital role. In the Christian community, we call this that every person is part of the same body. The Christian community is one body that belongs to Christ. Therefore, every member has a role and every member is important. You see, when people get caught up in their ministry or when they get caught up in their role or in their position, they might have this feeling towards people like they're doing more work than everybody else. They'll look around and say, I'm putting my heart into this. I'm doing everything and it feels like I'm the only one doing this. But the problem there is that they don't realize that everybody's playing a part. Everybody's playing a role. This person that can get prideful and think that he's doing the best and the most and nobody else is doing enough. They feel like they're doing more than everybody else. Some people might feel like their position does not matter. As if uh, if they're in the kitchen, for example, in our school, if you're working in the school and you're working in the kitchen um, and you're cooking every day, you might feel like you play, you don't play a role in the impact and influence of these young people who attend the school. But they have to understand that the goal is to, to raise them up and send them out over this whole world to go preach the gospel. Therefore, their part is valuable and they do matter. And that without them, then nobody would be fed. But when you're so stuck, sometimes it makes you feel like your part does not matter. Or that you're doing too much and nobody else is doing anything else. You see, there's moments in leadership when the main leader needs to step down and allow somebody to step up and lead through certain seasons, through certain moments, or maybe through certain situations. And when a leader is secure and a leader is able to work within a team, he's able to let those people in from the team who are able to do the parts and fulfill the role at that certain season, to that certain time, to be most effective. And a person must realize that the goal the position is not as important as to fulfill the role and the main mission of what they're out to accomplish. Winston Churchill had an interesting experience when they put him as prime minister just for a little bit of time. And the Nazis were closing in, so he got seven of the best political leaders that he can find from his country all into one bunker as they got together, as they began to come with ideas and you have to understand this picture that Churchill put the political enemies into one room. People maybe from our perspective can be Democrats or Republicans, but he put them all into one room for them to realize how can they avoid the invasion of the Germans, of the Nazis. And they battled there for, for days. Um, and even the person that one of the people that he invited ended up overtaking his position as prime minister. But Churchill did not care. His goal the, his goal was to not be overtaken by the Nazis. And that's exactly what he accomplished. He was able to fulfill the main goal for the whole country because he was able to step down, to humble himself, and realize 
that the goal is much more important than his position or his role. Here we see this as a great example in a church world when we realize that the goal to reach a lost person, to expand uh, the kingdom of God, we begin to realize that's more important than the position that we play. And that our position is not necessarily as important as it is to fulfill that which we're trying to do. Now, of course, every person has a place, a position, where they add the most value. And I believe every great team leader has a great challenge which they face. And that is that they must find and put the right person in the right place at the right time. Now, you see, when somebody is able to accomplish this, they're able to put the right people and the right teams are able to fulfill anything that comes their way. Their uh, challenges and adversities which they faced, uh, they become so much easier because there's a whole group of people working on them. You're no longer alone. You can rely on people. Now, I'd like to leave you guys just with this thought. Um, If you're working in a team, if you're part of a team, the more you want to accomplish as a team together, the more everybody has to be willing to pay the price. Sometimes paying the price means you have to stay up late. Sometimes paying the price means you have to cut some of your holiday and come and meet with the team. Sometimes it means you have to give up some of your health. Sometimes you got to give up some extra energy. Um, In our instance, sometimes you have to take a day of fast uh, with the team together. Because if you want to go up together as a team, everybody must be willing to play the game. Everybody must be on the same page. And the more effective the team is, the more effective uh, or effective they will be as a team, the more they will be able to accomplish, the more they're able to fulfill the goal which they're going towards. Now, this requires every team member to grow. This requires every team member to continue changing. This requires for the team leader to be able to have accountability and look after every person, placing them in the right place. Uh, May you guys have a wonderful day. May you guys lead better than before. Uh, And may you guys be team members and part of a team where other people would like to join. Have a great day.